0: The Rebel Collected Podcast One even as a sunless shining. This podcast is sponsored by Kelly's Bar, Howard Street, Glasgow. Live Irish music every week from your favourite singers and bands. Check out the Kelly's social media page for more
1: information
2: How are we all doing folks, it's Coach here Welcome back to the Rebel Collective Podcast uh, We hope everybody's staying safe, staying well This will be the first podcast recorded uh, on Skype So fingers crossed it turns out okay uh, And we have Connor and Kieran for the popular Glasgow Irish Rebel Band Glass and in chatting to us today we have just recently celebrated uh, 10 years on the road Connor Keelam well, How are we? All good coach. Hey, All hey, we'll good go. We've got Crookie sitting in ways as well What's happening Chris? Ah oh, not much coach Not much What's, uh, How's the lockdown been treating you? Have you been breaking the monotony? you right It's been not too
3: bad It's been We've been through worse worst times <laughs> uh,
4: Connor's been used to these Sort of curfews and that But <laughs> It's been no bad well, Why is that? No bad <laughs>
1: uh, right
3: away man how long was uh, that, that was 30 yeah, seconds man. I never mentioned oh, mentioned the curfew I'll,
1: I'll haunt you
2: have you been doing much have you done any kind of songwriting any music anything like
4: that nah nothing <laughs> 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 that's, that's the shortest interview ever <laughs> done that I've done that CD, is that not the whole point in this? I've done a fucking you, album, you, but here, what do you want,
3: coach? <laughs> <laughs> coach fucking, right away there, right away, have you, have you wrote any songs, is that not good enough, the CD we brought up, maybe? have you wrote
1: no, any songs? No, I need stuff? to keep
2: Right back to the start, he, he's been on the go for just over 10 years now, celebrating 10 years on the road. Talk a wee bit about
4: how Last Nevin came about. I was speaking to Chris, Known him sort of, he'd just been a total pest at Wakes Gigs <laughs> eh, for years really. And eh, I'd been speaking to him about sort of wanting to join or try and meet somebody that was wanting to start a, a band, an Irish band. And he eh, it was at that stage he'd told me about Connor and all I know about Connor is was he was booked for a function that we were doing in Dumbarton the following year. And he uh, all my recollection it was we met on the Friday before Christmas in the toll booth. Connor was still only seventeen, that sounds bad. Shouldn't have been drinking in pubs. But uh, it was all sort of a ritual toll booth on a Sunday night. And uh, I we, we met in there and I think we went across the road to that studio at Glasgow Cross and it was myself, Connor and Chris actually, a uh, J F drummer for his the and stuff, he was meant to join us, but he came up with a, a million excuses as how he couldn't be bothered coming in. So I ended up just being a three years, and we played away for about three years, just God knows what it sounded like. Chris must have been horrified because I think at that point I'd said I'd play bass and I I, I had played bass for bands before, but no Irish bands or anything. So I would went across there, and then I never heard the corner for a while and I thought i I'm destined to work in this call centre for the rest of my days, but so that it was up. kind of a married right, it, it, it? was metal bands you played in, didn't it? Metal yeah. and punk and rock and all sorts of nonsense, really, but I'd always wanted to do the Irish sort of thing, but there wasn't all that many people interested in Dumbarton, so every weekend we'd always end up in Glasgow at Falcher, Tollbooth. Mm-hmm. Anywhere really where the music's on. Normally during the day you've got birds and any sort of bars up there that we'll put music on. any right, of right. Any recordings of eh? the older bands?
2: We could fling in There here. will
4: be somewhere, I <laughs> there are definitely they're definitely a CDs. I found one actually moving who said I found one for one of the punk bands, but I've not even attempted to put it in to listen to it yet, but I'll I'll have to, to think okay, i we can blast a bit of that now. Ah, what a laugh that would be <laughs> in the dark days. Before the dark, dark
2: days. <coughs> you you were playing back then, uh, before Glassnive as well, Connor. Um You released an album the year before. I did. How did I that, did that we done? we done that in
3: 2009. Uh, and that just got put it on Spotify. Uh, funnily enough, uh, on Saturday. Yeah. That was the first day it got uploaded. That was that was 11 years ago, I turned up at Chris Crookshanks, um, we recorded a couple of songs as a demo together, and I think, unfortunately, they're, they're lost, they're gone forever. Um, <laughs> but uh, we done it, ended up doing a CD together again then, and I broke that out, I think, in the November. Yeah. The, it the bit November, December, and then that Christmas, I, I ended up meeting Ciarán, so I'd already been gigging for a, <laughs> maybe about a year before me and Ciarán done the first gig together.
2: Right, right, okay, okay. Well, oh. Can okay, we listen to one of the songs just now?
5: Ten years before I saw the light of morning, I can't reach Heroes was laid from every. All around the world came sailing At 15th International Brigade Well they came to stand aside the Spanish people The trying stand, the rising fascist tides Franco's allies were the powerful and wealthy Frank Orion's men came from the other side and even the olives were beaten As a battle formed the way it pondered on Drift and love against the force of evil All the brotherhood against the fascist clans Viva la quinta brigada No passer and the pledge it made them fight the is a cry around the hillside Let us all remember them tonight Bob oh, Piliad was a church of Ireland pastor From Killarney across the Pyrenees he came From there he came the brave young Christian brothers While well, side by side they'll fight and die in Spain my would say 17 died in Cordova. When Afi and I had learned to hold a gun. From Dublin to the Via Del Miguel. Where he fought and died beneath the Spanish sun. Viva la quinta brigada No passer on the pledge it made them fight the is a cry around the hillside Let us all remember them tonight and the Irishmen they heard the call of Franco joint Hitler and Mussolini too Propaganda from the pulpit and newspaper The world came from it to support the Nazis The men of cloth have failed us yet again As the bishops bless the blue shirts in the lily As they sail beneath the swastika's veil Viva la quinta brigada Don't pass around the place. Are the a cry on the hillside? Let us all remember them tonight. This song is a tribute to Frank Ryan, Kate Conway, and Dinny Coney, too. Peter Daly Charlie Reagan, and you, Bottom. Oh, no, many died, they can't but name a few. Danny Boyle. Fraser Bernard, Charlie Donnelly Lee, Ed Thompson, and James Traney from Short Strand, Jack Nolte, Tommy Potton, and Frank Conroy, Jim Foley, Tony Fox and Dick O'Neill. Be the King Is say a cry around the hillside, but us all remember.
2: so aye, class and Evan get together can you
4: remember your first gig as a band
2: Brazen
4: I can I, I aye oh. I was working in a bank at the time yeah. and I mean, made get a phone call yeah. from Connor eh, and I a missed call I was like, wondering where it was probably saying you didn't want to gig anywhere <laughs> and it was to see you want to play the Brazen Heed tonight and I thought right away I'm walking out this job that's me made it, playing the Brazen Heat. God on you're skipping a few steps here can we go back to before
3: this can we go back to <laughs>
4: Oh, the Emerald Isle <laughs> days. They worry you're laughing. They you sure laughing.
3: on a
2: Chris. Friday. <laughs> I used to show sure? on
3: Friday night. I, I, I had know. a residency when I was only 17 in the Emerald Isle on a Friday night. And uh, Keelan used to turn up and he would say, like All right, uh, I remember fucking, we'd no, long, we'd no long met. He said, I've got a man on for Christmas and all that. I've got, I've got it with me if you want me to come here. I can join the boat. You know I
1: mean? That's
4: how you do these things. Doing
3: <laughs> you invite was yourself is it non-Burgundy it's like oh I'm not prepared I'm not
4: prepared at, <laughs> at all it's <laughs> just <laughs> no it, it kinda when you look at it now it is mental how you fall into these things no, it wasn't really like people must have you know, a big discussion about starting a band but it was as random as that I used to show up at Conor's gigs
0: mm-hmm.
4: used to come up with my brother Sean and Sean and Paul Ramsey and just disrespect to Corner, but some nights we were the only ones in it was the middle of winter Mm-hmm. freezing cold, the Emerald Isle, we sometimes had Pat and Alan on over the road, we sometimes had music playing elsewhere, so we'd always stay in the Emerald Isle because of the cheap drink, and then as the cheap drink went on, I'd say I had my mandolin in the car and then went for that, but nah, the first gig was the breeze. I mind mean, that, it was a Saturday night. Was that was that with a mandolin or with a bass? With a mandolin, I'd never, never done a gig with last night with bass, I got the mandolin at Christmas, and at that point, I was sort of going on to Connors now and again just to practice And his. I yeah. uh, take the bass and I said to him, I've got this mandolin. He said, bring it in, see how we got on. And it was just the basic stuff, Sean South, Boys O'Brigade and that. But it sounded all right. God knows what it sounds like now. But at the time, it sounded good to us. Yeah, and uh, yeah. we joined Connors just thought we'd go for it that night. And I never looked back. The reason the reason that Kieran,
3: we wanted to go with the mandolin was because I've no strict enough with the chords on the guitar. Um, I, I can I end up just I'm too too, too liberal with my choices and I just kind of <laughs> I, uh, I like the freedom to move about whereas you're no tied down with a mandolin but as, as a base you need to be quite and time together me and Keane are going quite a, there is quite a tightness but there's no but um, if I were playing the bass, there
0: was definitely a, a lot more fights. Let's put it that way. That was very diplomatic coach because I know he's talking to two bass players, didn't he, man? Two <laughs> bass <Basically, laughs>
2: players that were standing in the
0: same way. Basically, I don't need a bass player. My
3: coach is a bass player. I don't need to get above your stations here. Sure. Yeah, right, <laughs> anyway, right, moving on swiftly. All we'll start on it. <laughs> uh, when,
0: when did the, the Glass and album
2: come out,
4: um, 2011, before that but we'd, we'd gigged in the March and then gigging maybe every other week through to the May and I remember we went to Hamburg and that, we went to the Celtics and Poly game the bus and in the way back we were all hammered and we'd mm-hmm. played on stage with Bible Code Sundays and I and stuff and Connor said to me what do you think I'd be doing this full time so sort of made a wee chat over there and uh, we thought we were going to put our mind to it so we wanted something released sharpish after that but we ended up that was the first year we went to Santa Pons there was a few things come up and we never ended up recording that first year but mm. kind of straight into 2011 it was it would have been Jan was it Jan I don't know, Easter 2011 the album came out because we myself I, no, I thought it was 2012
3: I thought it was I was sure it was I
4: 2012 It came out the only reason I'm saying that is because we, we went to it uh, was 2012 or, uh, you're right because we went to Cork that Easter we came back on the Monday. his Zaff, and me—you—we and were away to Grand Canary on that Tuesday. At the end, uh, it was a week week after St Patrick's weekend, so I would have been a bit St Patrick's weekend. No, but it was actually the i sorry, I'm getting my com- English. I was in the foggy. Jew, we launched it. We aye. launched it the
3: foggy. Right. Aye, and
4: then we went. We went to Derry the next day for Bloody Sunday weekend. Aye, that's what I'm getting confused at. It was, it was roughly
2: about two years after these formed anyway. The album. Like very prepared. I've got the I've got the insert here. So it says, "Right, I know yous know this, but I'll just redo it anyway." Since forming the band, December 2009, the band have been fortunate enough to play some great venues in Glasgow and beyond, going from Gallagher to New York, Liverpool, to Hamburg, from Dublin to Santa Ponza. So you you've done all that travelling in the first two years of starting, which is pretty impressive for a band that just started out to go to New York, Santa
4: Bonza. Um, I think a big part of that was the fact we were both young. And yeah. it was both a full-time job, so I'm not saying we were taken advantage at any point by pubs, but we probably were, to be fair. Yeah. There was a few wee things, but I mean, that's, that's due to our naivety as well, because we should have been mm. stricter up with them. But I, it opened up a lot of doors for us, and I don't think we've got any regrets about anything we've done in the first few years, especially really? the traveling.
3: We, me and Chris were speaking the other night about this just as well then the final up uh, the final master of the C D. Or well, Chris was doing the final master. <laughs> <we>, um, <laughs> <that was fun, laughs> I was funny, to sleep the couch. Um but me and Chris were speaking about this about kinda, it's, it's, it's almost like a kind like a rite of passage that a lot of bands need to do. They need kinda, you kind need to serve that time, you need to serve that whole sleeping in Belfast bus station for hours waiting on and stuff like that. Getting left everywhere and stuff like that, and it's kind of as shite, do you know what I mean? But it's, it's kind of character building. I think a lot of I think it'd be a, a big shame if a lot of bands were coming into the scene now, they were deprived of that opportunity. Mm. I think they fucking I don't know, you were just, they feel as though you get the cut rib to you sometimes, but uh, when the young, when the, when the new band on the scene, the young guys on the scene, it's just fucking, it's bar- The opportunities bar- that things open for us were a
4: good laugh as well, like getting dumped, like sleeping in Belfast bus station. We went to see the wakes that night, actually, and we ended up back at a house and people just didn't take a shite because they didn't know us, so we had to go and sleep at the bus station, 11th oh, of July. People,
3: people in Ireland,
4: <laughs> people in,
3: people route in route Ireland said to, <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> to you, come on there, boys, well, you can come and stay with me, and you turn up and they've got like, a one-bedroom flat, and there's four of you know I mean? And
4: <laughs> Somebody yeah, brings uh, an airbed and uses half the floor, another person locks herself <laughs> in the one-bedroom. <laughs>
3: me and Chris barricaded ourselves <laughs> into the guys hijacked <laughs> <laughs> the guys' bed did they go to some else's? it was party or not it was fucking it was, the place was fucking tiny they still, still managed to just steal the bed and they we were, we were waking up they we were getting fucking they we were getting fun balls and all that but they dunk
4: oh it was oh. fucking
3: disgusting <laughs> Bro, TV sounds that.
4: new but even at the time you, we laughed we are sort of thankfully probably all four of us are very similar but especially myself and Connor and mean Chris and Coach we, he's been travelling with us we're all doesn't he oh I'm going for a coffee and two is away at a bar he's all day things together he's all the same mindset so it's one of the ones you just got on and fucking kind of house.
3: Coach jumped onto a fucking plane and left us to get lifted in Manchester <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, I'm sat with a fucking curse <laughs> on him <and> he's <laughs> gone like that fuck <laughs> he's <laughs> a wee <mate. laughs> <laughs> 20,000 <of laughs> feet in the air
4: I, I got a message on Twitter the next day Shabin's uh, Shabin's a Cordeon player and Glass Nevin's bases are lying on my floor, and they won't leave. Like, uh, right? okay, we're still in Manchester. I'm
3: still in Manchester? <laughs> <laughs>
4: fucking unbelievable.
2: Good thing. I can't even mind going to be Well, will then. That was, that was a fucking mad wee trip. want well, to mention Gladback. Aye, <laughs> And
4: if the plane get moved, like, the uh, flight uh, nah, they When he Cologne, didn't it? It was just a fucking riot. Again, even things like that, we ended up getting back to the hotel. They were sitting drinking, and we just. Laughed. You need what else? There's no point in Bro, I could love all that. I love all that. Carry on. It's one of the ones. that You just need to do it like Connor said. It's character building as well. Because not saying getting the jail's character building, but getting yourself stuck in that situation that you don't know and just having to get through it. It's just it's life. And the
2: things you talk about in years after years as well. You know, you talk about the times when it all went right.
3: No, no, that's fucking boring. Who wants to do that? Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no good story ever started. See all the not the rebel band stories that you hear once? It's never like oh, I was getting a wee cup of coffee at the fucking at the going on the boat and all that. Do you know what I mean? It's like I'd already had a full bottle of milk fast and six cans before we hit Godolphin. Do you know what I mean? It's always. Then Alan like
4: won the jackpot and went to celebrate in the quiet lounge. <laughs> 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 we need trousers on <laughs> <laughs>
2: stuff
4: like that. That's what you remember. You don't remember the quiet old journeys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what was your, uh, your first trip like to New York? That's a pretty epic place to go and go and Can
4: we skip the whole Can we skip the landing part? <laughs> How it the taxi uh, there? <laughs> oh, it was, it was our fault really We waited about oh, three hours. years I. Uh, Immigration to get through And he panicked a wee bit I had a mandolin movie, corner Connor was borrowing a guitar No problems getting through immigration So we get through But outside guy says you need a taxi Aye, where are you going? Maspith in the Queens no problem jumped in a taxi so no bothered cross the road to yellow taxis takes us into a car park immediately we looked at each other and said look if we go here alive we're well I think we're going to get robbed for our money Could put in a big Cadillac Escalade I mean that then the next minute another guy jumped in And fairness to the guys they were sound they were they, they, <laughs> he was just running commentary. they are telling us that's for 50 cents for you, and that happened here and this happened there and we got to the it should be, have been $25. We got to the door at Maspeth. Connor was trying to phone Connor McLaughlin, and he, who was already in the flat, and the guy turns round and said it's $200 for the taxi. I thought, I'd Connor, no, we've actually hit a jackpot here because they're not going to rob us. We've still got our bags. So I gave Connor, I, I know it was a $100 bill because they don't give you dollars when you change your money. Aye. Single dollars and Connor, $250, handed it the guy. He's done a switch and said, that's only a $1. $1. So I've ended up throwing another $100. So we $300, we get charged for a 15, 20-minute taxi journey. And that was the AI. Welcome to New York, boys. <laughs> but you know what? Again, we went into flat. We were raging for a bit. Realised there was nothing we could do. So we went to a wee pub called Bucks. We must have got hammered. As you do,
2: as you
4: do. How were the gigs in New York?
0: We're,
4: we're they, were, they were all right. I Considering probably how young we were. they were. It was... It was a character building trip again for us as well, because, I mm. Connor remember as well, we never had a PA, so we actually, the Druids were kind enough to bo- let, let us borrow theirs. It was a, it was, they kept a PA with a priest in more Manhattan. So mm. I had to go and pick that up and a chat, It was an old Irish priest, Father Pat, I'm sure his name was, got that, and couldn't, Jesus, the guy could speak for Ireland. But the gigs went all right, aye, aye probably Mason Joy will for us, for myself anyway, and I'm sure Connor would be, was Jack Dempsey's on the Monday night? It was our last gig there, and it was the busy by all means. No, well that was a good point. Alan Hearn, that used to work the prison, was manager in there, mm. and he. It was a, a few Celtic fans had travelled down from New Jersey and sort of the Bronx and stuff, and I remember it just being a, I think we were probably just relieved that it was going to be our last night with a couple of days of freedom, and I we'd survived it. But I don't know what Connor's saying but the... Certainly, the other gigs in Maggie Maze and the Doggits were—they well, were quite forgettable for me. Oh, they were I, I, mean, I remember just the last night. We were just said, oh,
3: fuck it, let's go." I remember the whole thing was a bit kind of overwhelming. I was only nineteen. And I was getting asked to play in New York. I mean? It was mental. I fucking—I loved it. I loved the whole feeling. But I never realised it was going to be as big as what it was—the the whole, the whole place or the buildings, and all that. It was just kind of daunting. But you get fired, in about it anyway. And uh, but I remember we got a line of this guy, us. This old guy he was kind enough. <laughs> To learn what he guitar. Oh,
4: guy
3: he's And, then uh, oh, fuck, man, I ended up, I broke it, didn't I? I ended up. Wait, <laughs>
4: ended when did he just his string, drop the thing, it was he
3: no a strap oh, on? Just shattered and inside? I, oh, just, I uh, picked it, everything fell apart, and I said, right, I've got it back together. And I put the lead back in and it just,
4: mm, this big noise, <laughs> oh. but, Just,
3: just, during the gig? I, uh, it was sort of near the
4: end of the gig, I think we still had a few songs to go, and Connor broke a string, but that sort of spelled the end of the gig. We are already,
3: remember, we were three three years late for the gig, we were supposed to start at seven, and and we didn't turn up till 10 o'clock. That's the city that never sleeps anyway. That's true. He's like,
2: everybody's
3: everybody's left, everybody's away, we're supposed to see you. He's like, why would you think they're starting at 10? I'm like, I don't know, fuck it. I don't know.
4: I see a big thing about that trip as well, is that although we'd only been gigging together 18 months, there was... Mine, Fred Havel from Boston had travelled down with his whole family. He made a weekend of come to see us and we'd never met him. Connor was quite tight with him at the time. speaking speaking to him up to the run-up before that. And I remember that uh, Jenny from Michigan, she flew down just to see us playing because, obviously, Rebel Music, few, it's, it's maybe a wee bit different now, but certainly eight, nine, ten years ago, there wasn't that many bands going over. And, mm. I don't know. It's kind of... I'm over quite a lot, Connor. Well, maybe so much, but... Kelly's men and stuff are over, the druids are over. There's a lot more happening now, but I, I never probably, a, a few years later, it was kind of like, Jesus, hey, people have travelled four, five, six tours in a car or a couple of hours flight to, just to see us for the, the weekend. So it's a nice feeling that way as well. But like Connor said, it was, everything about it was overwhelming. Just everything. It was a totally alien way of life as well. I'd never been to America. Connor had never been and just the whole bar culture. And everything about it was just overwhelming, but I, brilliant. Something I'm sure we're both glad to
2: have done. Just moving on, after you've done a good few tours, New York and Hamburg and all the rest it, the, the album came out. Back to, back to the album again. Uh, Crookie, what was yours? Can you remember about recording the album?
0: <coughs> <laughs> just, put, uh, me in the, put me in the spot here, Coach. I was like, what <laughs> was the, the silent partner this year? I was like, can you make me talk? Uh, Joel, awesome. We recorded it in my flat, didn't we? And... Parkhead was it? not was the Silverdale? It was the one Potter Street. Aye, and of the boys came in in the usual Glass Never professionalism. Did you have booze with you that time? Aye. you used over the time. Nene does. I think I. Do you know? And when he does a mandolin. (laughs) Give the boys a compliment because they came in for and it was a day. They tracked it in a day, but. It was like, is that way because they've been playing together for so long and like doing all these gigs and they were gigging like every weekend and and like the amount of gigs that they do, they came in and they put down their parts like, like that, you know what I mean? It was like, but they didn't understand. It was like they sitting about in the mixing bit of it. and I just remember it getting a bit kind of like, right, is it done yet? Paul <laughs> was, so was playing with his toys at one point. that's like extra gigs and stuff. But uh, no, no, it, it came all together. Didn't it? It came, the album all came together nice enough. So it was, uh, and it's, it's the same
4: but well this received. one same with this one it's kind of- I, I must say like, I thought it would be a longer process than what it was I'd never done I'd, I'd done demos like EPs not the bands before but I'd never done what we'd done with Chris for, for the album and to see it going the recordings to him sending us the files to the whole CD printed in a matter of days was just mind blowing because I thought it was a much bigger process but Chris really excelled himself with that for us anyway because it's no one of the albums we would ever look back on and sort of think, I mean, there is things obviously you change now, we probably play things a wee bit differently, but I think the song choice was, it was, we were big fans of playing Band. band, eh, but I know Connor dug a right good few gems as well, eh, Carl Bond and eh, the smuggling and stuff and I stuff I'm so glad we'd done on our first album because it would have been so easy just to put out sort of classic songs and I, and, but the, the whole process for me, anyway, it was, well, get, it was and, mad. That's right, and what Kieran's saying
0: about uh, see the song choice, I think, as it made that di- album totally different for the time because I think a lot of the albums probably before folk were bringing out were well, just like kind of Sean South Boys' O'Bigade, and the guys were pushing out and bringing back like you know, uh, a band kind of tunes and stuff. So, no, it was great, it was a good, good track list on
4: that album. I, I think it, it, a big part played at that point. Me and Connor were in dairy at the end of 2011, we weren't dairy, I'd say every second weekend, maybe three weekends or four, mm-hmm. for about four months solid, we were there, consistently, Made a big relationship with people when you hear, I mean, it's easy to sing a song about a volunteer and not really know the backstory, but we were sitting in the Telstar, sitting in Mickey Kelly's house, sitting in these pubs and stuff, and you're hearing it. first-hand accounts, of people that knew these people in the songs, I think it just, that's what made the albums well, I think a wee bit, Met the way corner sings the songs as well. You we can tell it's for the heart. It's no just like, you no, know I mean you just, you knew you were singing about it, it wasn't just Just uh, another song. It was. There was a wee bit of a, a history, and you would a about it all. We'll get a wee listening to one now.
5: The first of time. Now, a voice can be heard as the Lord will down. There's a breeze blowing in from the ocean. I don't know what skies this tide down the water goes On on the exit spinner. Sisman curses in anger, and he turns on his horse, gives a shadow of command, and he leads his men back to the town. I mean, I like stairs, so to be done, and I pull up a is to wait until finish it up. There's no time to lose, but it's all little time, and it got to be gone with my emotional Tonight I'm there having four farts With a high altitude to bring plenty And a clipper is flying for sailing away And they'll be shipped by the first light latter day Every now and then sail's a to be done And a clipper is waiting to finish around Time after time, me again so to be the will the to lose for after a and me again
2: Eh? A couple of years, Clash and everyone kind of went their separate ways. So, what happened there, okay? Ciarán was an asshole. <laughs> Aye. I <laughs> was a mad alfie. Hey, I don't really I, I probably wish,
3: to be honest. I was dating. I'll, near, near I'll
4: tell, tell you what days.
3: happened. I'll tell you what happened. I broke Well, We are in the, we were, we in the squirrel, Right. <laughs> well, the night I forced I played Juventus in the Champions League right and it was one of the ones that's such a fucking stupid wee thing though. but <laughs> the Kieran, I just got a brand new mixing desk right and I was fucking like right? I turned into the squirrel and I put it all up and, all that, and Kieran got fucking steaming steaming and he fell he'd fussed into the brand new desk and uh, and broke it and uh, and then but that was one of the ones that was like there was obviously a lot of kind of stuff built up because we had a big fucking argument. Then after that, about everything, just about a lot of things, and we just said, I oh, fuck!" I said that was that like, We just didn't speak for a while, and uh, I ended up uh, passed that up. Do you know what I mean? Because that's that's just fucking my hands. It just it takes a lot, it takes. Once you get a week and I of believe it, about a bit of breathing space. Then we we're probably young and daft and all that. That's like Conor said, at that point, you only you mean you were getting a wage for playing your gigs, but maybe your wage was either going and drinks
4: or you were taking a lesser wage to get free drink mm. and uh, I probably wasn't in a great place in my head at that point and I shouldn't have been drinking as much as what I was and uh, it was bananas like Connor said it was always going to come to that and it did for about a year but uh, we patched things up quite quickly but we never really gig for a while I was playing with Spirit Freedom for, for about mm. a year uh, I, so I was away playing with Spirit Freedom I was in Ireland every other weekend with them and a lot of gigs in England and stuff and I enjoyed it, but it just, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed spending time with two Tonys that, especially Spazer's stories and that, and he and Tony McNally's whole musical repertoire and stuff, but it wasn't the same as me and Connor jumping on the megabus at half five in the morning and getting to and getting the boat to Derry and stuff, but like Connor said, See, we were... I hated really that, I hated that. ...all the time. We were constantly, we were waking up, you were going on Friday, and you were going on a Tuesday, and you're waking up random pussies. and well, I mean, just it, it was madness where we were living, but
3: it was like a good laugh. <laughs> we done. There was one trip in particular. We done. We went to. We went to Liverpool. I don't know if he was speaking about that. I get cut after. We went to Liverpool, um, and we didn't get back to. did get back to Paisley. Back to go for a week <clears up> at <throat> Five in the morning, and we woke up again at half five to go to Derry the next day. No, I mean it was just peaceful oh, stuff Liverpool
4: I, but I, do you know mind the, the lead up to Liverpool as well we'd been out on a Friday night right the way through to half four we then oh. went to yours and your dad took us up to the bus for the show Mark we had band at six in the morning and you slept on the front and I continued drinking stupidly oh. Oh. hardcore <laughs> he's a hardcore that's Aye. pretty fucking rock and roll guys that's rock and roll <laughs> in fairness in fairness even looking back now we never ruined a gig with the drinking terms of any, any sort of any commemorations that I mean, we would never show up the gigs like that drunk. It was just your sort of bread and butter Gallagher gigs in a Friday night. Uh, I was going up there 11, 12 in the afternoon, like early, early doors in the morning and stuff. Stupidly, and I just mad for the drink. But ah, uh, good times. I don't know how you can do that,
2: cause that I, I mean, could No, you you done a gig with us a couple of year ago, and you drank a bottle of vodka full bottle of vodka and you never missed a fucking note <laughs> you still do
4: that <laughs> I can't even <laughs> drink. I couldn't stay up to four, five six
2: in the morning with a drink <laughs> uh, what, what, what did you do yourself Connor? when you've kind of done your own thing for a wee while nothing
3: I, I, not, nothing same old shite same playing no. in the just playing in the pubs um, playing in the playing just in the usual places the brazen the the squabble and probably the Emerald at the time, but I So I, you know, I don't. I don't really remember. I think. I think we maybe went. I went to Santa Bonas one time with Alan and Pat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can't. I, I can I can't really remember much. Was a lot. Of, I don't remember much about the the last ten years. So there wasn't much happening that time. But see, <laughs> I'd say aye, two thousand and
4: thirteen-ish. There, there wouldn't have been much happening for years. I say I was with feeding for a bit and was travelling about but it was all right. quite forgettable trips. We're still,
3: we were still talking to each other when, during the days, even when killed was um, doing his other, other things, we were still, still doing it then we kind of... The,
4: the first do, day I remember a proper day out was the day Thatcher died, so whenever that was, was sort of when we spoke about getting the band back together and it was maybe a wee while after that we did.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. But you you you've done a wee bit with the Irish Brigade as well the early, early years?
4: Aye, sort of. How, how did that come about? Did you Again, it's just for or just jump in at No, you? no, it just, i uh, always been parley with them to an extent and it was maybe two, would, aye, two and a bit years ago, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, A Glatton had asked me to play in the Squirrel with them, they were just over as a two-piece, I think Anya was playing with them, but she flew home early on a Sunday because mm-hmm. for her job on a Monday or whatever, so I'd stood in for them then and then Jared had sort of spoke to me a few times and asked me to join the band. Is they were needing a mandolin player, and at that point, I'd sort of just started my solo stuff. But Glass and Evan weren't they quite back gigging together after the second foot? I I played with them, and I'd, I'd done a number of gigs with them in Ireland, Scotland, and uh, we'd done Germany as well. Mm-hmm. And they, they were looking for me to go to Santa Ponsa, but again, like by that stage. Unfortunately, I think we we ran a course in Santa Pons, it was really hard work for us in the heat as well. Yeah. But no, it was fun playing my iceberg. It was I'd done the, the C D with them Live and graces and stuff, done a number of gigs with them here, there and everywhere. And it was good. We had them doing them box for the first time in ten years as well. So no, it was good to play a part in that as well. But I sort of they knew Glass name was sort of formed back in together, they knew my solo stuff was my bread and butter really especially. By that stage i moved out my maws and get my own house and sort of live my own life and needed some more stability really. And I couldn't be, the way it was with spirit of freedom was I was just jumping on a boat back for the island all the time. Whereas we actually, seven, eight years later, sort of, it wasn't really viable to be doing that every week when you've got a, a family and that here. So, no, it was good. It was good while it lasted, but I they, they definitely needed somebody based in Ireland and they ended up getting Sticks Doggery who played with Arthur Ryan, Flight Arrows and stuff. Uh, in to date of all time and they seem like they're still flying you know, and news. you can see they were live earlier on Facebook and well, they're still still as popular as ever <laughs> right, okay, so like, class night when did, did you speak? up was about 2013,
2: 2014 you kind of called it quits 2013 I think it was So wait, when did you yeah. get back together again and start gigging?
4: 2014 well, was it, that, right, it wasn't that. It was it was roughly about a year on. No.
0: Oh, so I, 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 I
4: it was probably February. I remember leaving Saint him the following Easter. That I I couldn't do that anymore anyway. because the travelling was taking me back forward every week. And uh, I should have probably been about maybe fourteen months. We never gigged, We'd uh, done sort of maybe the odd in the squirrel. Just mm-hmm. I showed up on a or whatever or before a gig or whatever else, but
2: i only
3: on 2014, man. Fuck me! We've got to be here all night. Oh no, see,
2: he knew. He <laughs> news. We just jump about six years. So good. <laughs> Jesus, man. No, so, uh, 2015,
3: uh, uh... 16, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened. None of the years. Nothing. Nothing fucking nah,
2: happened. No, no, no much happened then. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Kieran, you brought out a solo album in 2019.
3: <laughs> we nah. hear to talk about that. We here to talk about Glass in
4: so <laughs> <laughs> how, how how did the album come about, Keelan? Uh, it was Michael Dixon Dixie. He put on a gig in Berlin the night before the Celtic Leipzig game, 2018, October time, and he uh, had flown over on a couple of days before it. And I actually I flew to Hamburg actually, I was staying with uh, my pal Gunner, played a party in his house and then I went down to Berlin the next day with him. And I played in a wee pub called Asher Stub down there, a tiny wee pub, just a, it was a wee solo gig, just to get the, a lot of the fans were staying in Berlin rather than Leipzig. And then that night I was playing mandolin for the Ice Brigade and I was also doing a wee solo stint as well. Uh, the top Brigade were playing as well and the guy came up to all three bands during the sound check and said, look, I can record this, blah, 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 just want it done. I'd never really realised how iconic a venue SO36 was till I was there and. You see all the, the list of people who played there David Bowie and Iggy Pop, and loads and loads of like punk bands and sort of left field bands and stuff. So it, it was mad, madness. Like it was a proper backstage area, I remember, like up these crystal notes as well, like going up a fire exit, any group side to get back in and stuff. There's these big rooms just full of fridges, full of beer and stuff. And he, Dixie said, We'll get us recorded and we'll try and release it. And in fairness to Dixie, he paid for everything, like the guy to record my gig and stuff. and, he never took a penny for me releasing CD in fairness and I it was one of the ones I get the recording back I think it was about the January I, it sort of went missing it was on a USB stick the guy I ended up emailing the guy from the venue cut a long story short and he sent a USB I gave it to Chris I mean getting into my loans one night and it was like a zoo trying to push through people to come and pass a USB to Chris <laughs> and he I two weeks later he said it's ready and it was a uh, I think there was 13 songs all in all and I put 12 on it there's one cut out i recorded into Milan as well but uh, Conor would probably be with me in this I didn't want to mix Celtic and Republican songs on the one CD I don't wow. mind doing one or the other but uh, I didn't want to mix one or the other the plan actually was my CD I was only going to release it because I was playing in uh, America that's St Patrick that was over there for two or three weeks playing in New York and Boston along with Kelly's Men and I only really wanted it just to put my name a wee bit there but yeah. I'd say the crisp, honest opinion If you think it's good enough to sell here Then I'll sell it here And uh, I put it out and it, 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 actually, I'm surprised how popular it was I thought I'd shift a few dozen Just to friends and family But it's something I'm glad i am done Although I, I could never listen to myself Doing that now yeah.
2: Well, we'll get a wee listen now <laughs> <laughs> but I can enjoy Thanks
1: Sing some songs of glory, sing some songs of peace. In the end, it's the same old story, they're both too hard to be. People tell me they're sick and tired of seeing this place from time. Well, I say, take your blindfolds off, you hypocrites, and help us get off the crime And please say it isn't so. Why will he untie? between their bodies Not one of those bullets missed. But for every trigger You pull that morning, The volunteer will at least For five long hours You left them lying like The priest was turned away It's another step lower for those that say as bastards we'll never forget day. please say it isn't so, why Willie and Johnny have to go, the reason is very clear, there they am were to prove their worthiness as thousands formed their roots to watch the Boston boys hover helplessly overhead the Ra came out to salute they emptied their magazines over each coffin as defiantly the crown was sent as another day tunched the guns will be out again, cause Willie and Tani are free. Please say, is not so? Why will and Tani catch you go? The reason's very clear. They're there, they're there.
2: Right. Obviously he's been on the road now for uh, just just over ten years, bands they always seem to have their ups and downs and do you have a like a favourite fond memory or, a, or just something that you can kinda of look back on your quite proud of, or something you really enjoyed back today?
3: Well, I could say definitely was one, one in particular was we got asked, we were on the bus, just getting to Ireland, island, and we got a phone call asking if we could sing. At the graveside, of another McSheffrey, who um, unfortunately passed away in Derry, um, a prominent Republican, comes from a, a big Republican family in the city, and um, when she died, they asked if we would sing Four Green Fields at the graveside. And there was one, just one memory in particular, there's, there's going to be a photograph of a somewhere, i have sure, one of the boys in Derry was uh, taking pictures, uh, I was standing there, I was singing to the graveside, 7-4 Fields, and the Detroit over it, and she was getting the, the, the false head off And Ciaran um, was holding the microphone, and uh, Mark McGuinness was holding the umbrella for me, just to the side. And I thought, like, that would be a great picture if I could ever get a hold of it. But I just remember that, Mark McGuinness holding the holding the umbrella. I mean, Any time you ever met Mark, it, it was always very civil. Um, mm-hmm. Um, so uh, getting to stand on the platforms is these people who fought the war any time, whether it be the Hunger Strike commemorations or local commemorations or whatever, uh, any time you get to meet the people that actually fought the war it's, uh, that's, that's, that's a highlight every the time.
4: Uh, there's a crank picture as well, Chris was involved and it was, the, I'm sure it was the 30th anniversary of Hunger Strike and the three of us are playing at the h monument in the Free Derry Corner and it's a Scotch and Hot Day and it's us three on stage along with Martin Anderson and Martin McGuinness and I, I think you sang something that's so strong and Chris played a, a wee tune while we read out the role of honour and then we'd done the anthem as well and I, I get that for me. So all right we've done a George and Pop commemoration as well and Derry would, would be up there as well. Right, do, do you have any do you have
2: any notion so of fond memories in, in, down the road? Getting
4: shafted in Gran Canaria. We'd been out there on the basis that uh, we were getting a set wage, which was a, a garbage wage to start with. We were getting a place to stay, and we would be looked after in the pub with a few drinks every night. Which, at that time for us, it, it suited us. We agreed to that, that was fine. Mm-hmm. The pub was sold by the guy who agreed to that, uh, and he never had the decency to tell us at the time. He never told us. It was through a third party we found out that he sold the pub. We went down to the pub that I mean, this was in the space of 24 hours. We went down to the pub that night. To be told our already crap wages will be cut again, so we were living in complete squalor. I mean, they gave us this apartment, which was a dump. I think it was about 290 steps up to it, which isn't good for us. Or five euro on a taxi, which two or three times a day. We, honestly, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. That's half the wages. wages. <laughs> Aye, so. Uh, I never really enjoyed much of my time in Grand Canary at all.
0: Don't
4: think I did either. I know he arrived back after a funeral and his guitar was all smashed to bits. The pub wasn't made for what we played. It was it was a sort of wine bar type thing, and I it was an Irish bar. But the whole way we were treated it there was just shoddy to begin with. Like mm-hmm. just different. about it in that like we picked up about two hours late at the airport, despite us being at the airport to catch a six am flight. I don't know. That, that I mean again it wasn't that much a downer, but we you lovingly and for these things and again it was we seen it as a sort of six week holiday. I think we seen the beach once the whole time we were there. <coughs> we yourself, corner Connor
2: off the top of
3: your read. I killed punching me in a hotel in Hamburg.
4: <laughs> I didn't even want to mention me going out my way to buy a corner a half a pizza. <laughs> And him accusing me, of him being left to eat my leftovers, and then having a litre cup of fanta thrown on my bed. <laughs> then he a I arson.
3: was I fucking walking. I was walking away, and oh, I fucking.
4: <laughs>
3: I, I, I was over. I was over.
4: No, it was It's
3: fully deserved. I never said that wasn't deserved. I fucking still got a sword that you gave
4: me. I just minding I ended up going to my bras room. Manu and Pauls came back and going he's punching a fucking fire extinguisher about four flares down and <laughs> it was at you know what at the bottom of the Reaper band so it was an old hospital and it was just I can see Conor now charging through the corridors, no clue where to go because nobody had any clue where to go and him just trying to get out of the place and <laughs> he couldn't. A fire extinguisher. <laughs> aye, he was punching a fire extinguisher the last he seen him and I, aye, that's that and he, aye, so 2018 aye, we on you know. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that only two years ago? That was 2017. That happened November 2017. <laughs> we'll quite quickly like change this object. <laughs> we we'll see yeah. after that again. We never spoke for a wee bit. We Aye. spoke at Christmas, and then it's we spoke at Cora's birthday in January, and then it would have been a bit of February. We patched things up and. Glassy I said, Cora was my best man in, in the in April. So, that's how quickly things were patched up. Even in the March, uh, we were back, we were playing, our first game back was playing in Hamburg. We were mm. back to play the Celtics and Poly party. And I eh, Aye, Coach oh, for that. And, you know. The wee documentary thing, on, the wee mini documentary on YouTube that you'd done that. And, I mean, that was us back, back to complete normality in terms of you have only the Tiptoeing about each other, watching what you're saying, it was still the same abuse, still the same repeated nonsense we were saying to each other,
3: still the same quotes. It was never, um, movies. It, was never it was always a kind of bit of just we gave each other a bit of time anytime there was any stuff like that. But that's what happens, every band can relate to that. Um, mm. You just go through these kind of phases. If there's other people in the band, sometimes you can kind of vent to each other about the other ones. But was only kind of, for a lot of time, there's only two of us. It's just us.
4: Sitting next to each other in a car, sitting next to each other in a van, a bus, a plane, a train, anywhere you're going. I've seen Connor, man, i seen my family. He was seeing me, man, I've seen his family. Mm-hmm. We've only long back to Santa Ponza where we had to share bunk beds for, for eight weeks, you know what I mean? And, and the tiniest wee room possible. Mm-hmm.
1: It's just
4: stuff line, that, it all builds up. But again, it's just one of the fucking things, isn't it? You move on and uh, the way things are now, uh, year to year things have improved until this Covid thing.
2: Mhm. Anyway, you've got a, a new album, it's just out in the last day
4: or two, I believe. Is that right? Is it out right yet? Aye. Aye, we've brought <laughs> it We'd actually planned to release this the day Coral's sort of curfew had ended. The 26th of March, we'd planned to do a big night at Gracie's. We'd marked healy off the of dairy, he'd booked his slides, there was loads of people coming off the of dairy for the night, enjoying mm-hmm. the stuff, and with Gracie's were kind enough to use sort of free rein to do what we wanted and we planned to have this album done and ready for that mm. and uh, I, t- I don't really know why we never heard it recorded just before the whole Covid thing happened and before <laughs> lockdown started I was in Thailand for two weeks but I don't know I can't remember the reason why we never had the album recorded before that probably just pure laziness we talk a good game and we very rarely ever actually provide the goods but this time we sort of kept ourselves to ourselves. We spoke between the three years, just sort of nipped away and done it quietly in a few days. But it's a,
2: so we of had the parts you've recorded before, or what you play on stage. Usually, so it's just our select songs.
3: Aye, uh, well we come up with that as I said. The, the idea was we didn't want to. Our next instalment, next, last never album, was going to. We wanted to put a lot of time and effort into it. Yeah, yeah, uh, but. This one, because it's kind of Celtic, it's not a bit disrespectful of Celtic songs, of course, but we felt as though we could kind of, we just sat at a quality where we'd be saying, right, we are happy enough with that, let's put it up. Um, and so, we did, in the space of about two weeks, two or three weeks, we said, right, let's, let's go and kind of experiment with kind of just purchase new recording stuff. So mm. we said, right, let's go and do this. We can use the Celtic songs as a kind of guinea pig. Um, okay. And then we'd about to kind of... <clears throat> We want to we want to go and do the, the, we want to do a lot more production value and the the Devon. and the next one we want to kind of uh, get the, a lot more the arrangements perfect and stuff like that I, the set perfect no instruments and stuff yeah. No, include a lot of stuff like that but we wanted something to come out of this lockdown do you know what I mean we uh, well I to,
4: think a big part of that as well is like Connor's done a hell of a lot of live streams I think the day that sort of sealed the deal for us was the, the day Celtic won the league Connor done three two or three years streams he done one himself, one with Big Part, which you have been one with Pat and Chris, and mm. continuously over and over know the song. But the same songs were requested over and over again. It was always stuff like Jackie McNamara, Coronation Cup, 1-2 and Kick. Songs that we've played for years, and there's absolutely nothing nothing mm. ever been... We've never no played Celtic. We've always played Celtic songs. We never liked to do an album where a mixture of both, just purely because we just want to be other. But I, like Connor said, the lockdown is really... I think our crowd's built, it's sort of swayed towards a different uh, kind of people as well. There's a lot more Celtic fans logging on to our streams rather than just out-and-out Republicans. Our numbers on Facebook have grown quite considerably. Due to all the live streams Connor was doing, and, uh, again, like I said, a lot of the songs Giant McNamara especially was just one continuously asked for over and over again, and we sort. of said, "Well, we just do it because now is the goodest time as ever. Like, it's all songs that we love. It's all songs we've sang since we were could speak. And aye, uh, like Connor said, that it would just seem the right time to do it. Especially got the new recording equipment, actually managing to get Chris free as well, because Chris is a busy man between work, family, and all his other musical commitments. He's three hundred bands and he's four hundred theatre productions and all sorts. And as I like many times when you feel bad, continuously on at them and." He's probably he seed was probably nipped when I got all my recording equipment. We asking different questions that, but he's never once said piss off. He's always helped us, and it? it's been great. But able to sit down in that lockup and just I mean, even at that point, we never had a massive like five days ago. We never had a clear cut idea of what songs were going on, on this album. We just sat and said, right, what do we what day what are people asking for, and and we just done it. That was kind of the glass never album as well. To be mm-hmm. honest, probably the best thing it could have happened because. It's, it's, the first time in a way the 3s he'd been together and he it was it's always good to see and hear other people's opinions and see other people's ideas and come to light and it we battered two days I think, basically.
3: I think it's important that I say that uh, I didn't like Chris when I met him um, I didn't, I've not liked him for the last 10 years and I still don't like him to
4: <laughs> do he drove us he drove us the clock <laughs>
2: <laughs> Aye <laughs> Are we listening to one of the songs for album? Aye Jack Ma- Jackie McNamara Infra- You've not bought an album yet
3: you have got a copy of it What do you get there for? Can we
2: play the whole Like LimeWire Friday's laptop <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it It goes up on Spotify it <laughs> will <laughs> read it at this upload <laughs>
3: There's a wee song when the Moon Mountain Rambles. It's called Jackie McNamara. One, two, three, four. And his name is McNamara, he's a Celtic boy, so he's back. And his sports is turning the plains into attack. He's in he's head, he's everywhere the best you've ever seen. And Jackie McNamara, so where he go? Jackie joined us from the film when we shone braids for the past when his first came against the Rangers. He would joined the mega stars, he ran the back at the river, he drove the fans insane. They can a bottom of us, we find the give a grain. And as he hit it back a Matai, the Celtic boys back. The sports scene turning the fence into attack. He's here, he's here, he's, here, he's here, the river the best you've ever seen. And Jackie, back to Matai, no surrendering here. Celtic, well, that night, and will And it's open to the And I have see the goal Of son, Jackie Jr., always greatly mightly proud The year spells out the pleasures, Who'd shout his name out loud like. Ah, this name the He's a Celtic boy, she'd right find The sportsman is turning fence into attack He's here, it is here, he's every little, The best you've ever seen they'll Jackie like the so of winning Worry for your future's mighty bright, and for 15 years, like cattle bunks, you'll be driving down the right. Oh, and we'll chant your name and spread your fame throughout the football world. You'll enjoy your reputation for Celtic flags and bottles. Oh, his back? is matter it's a Celtic, oh, no Celtic boy, straight back. Let's go to your next turn, defensive to attack. See this idiot, ever the best you've ever seen. Then Jackie Mike and the bada nerds the way they see All is near as dealers like the mother, he's a Celtic boys right back. As both in his is turning, the fancy to attack.
5: See these you it is everywhere, the best you've ever seen. Then Jackie like the body nerds the way they lean. Then Jackie like the bottle, I nerds the way that lead.
3: Cheers, folks. Keep an eye out for the album coming out this week. Thank
2: you. Uh, See, the new album's out, so where can can everybody get their hands
4: on the CD? On our big cartel site, you can find that on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you follow any of the band or the Rebel Collective, somebody will point you in the right direction to find it along with our other merchandise, T-shirts, other CDs, We pin badges out for our 10th anniversary. Um, We've got pocket hats and skip hats coming as well, so buy everything. (laughs) Aye, beautiful, the man. <laughs> and your, the other albums, two
2: solo albums, Last name albums on Spotify? Aye,
4: everything's on now, Connors was the last thing on there yesterday, so aye, easy fill your boots. So I'd on there and get a wee listen every day. Uh, gents,
2: thanks very much for giving us a bit of your time today. It's been a pleasure. so... Uh, so on behalf of everybody here uh, I hope you guys are all staying safe And keeping well And you later on Merry Christmas oh Thanks again for tuning in folks If you enjoyed the podcast Don't forget to give us a wee Like or a share or a follow On social media The Rebel Collective Are on Facebook Instagram Twitter We're also on YouTube uh, If you haven't already Don't forget to have a wee look For Glass Never On social media They're all over the platforms and also the album that came out in the last couple of days. Get in there and get yourself a wee CD. Right, take care, everyone. Speak soon. The Rebel Collected Podcast